Inside Linebackers today on the Best in Class podcast with JoeBucksFan.com draft guru Sean Sullivan. He's all over it. Catch up on the podcasts that you've missed. Pick a position, and most of them have been covered already. Still a little bit more to go, but uh, you can find Best in Class at Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, and of course, at JoeBucksFan.com. All the fun presented by Bill Curry Ford. Thank you, Bill Curry Ford. Here's Sean. Hi, everybody. It's Sean Sullivan. Welcome to Best in Class, coming to you live from Bill Curry Ford Studios in Tampa with the best assistant in the business. Say hi, Grace. Hi. Yeah, so um, Grace, we're getting emails, right? At gthomas at billcurryford.com. The community is reaching out. So that's fantastic. And you know you can always reach the Best in Class podcast at bestinclass at billcurryford.com with your questions, uh, draft questions. Again, we have the best thing coming up this week. We have the draft podcast with Ira and Steve and Lee. That's going to be so much fun, so look for that. Today on Best in Class, we're breaking down linebackers, which is a big deal right now since the Bucks have two linebackers who have expiring contracts next year, and guess what? They're both starters. So Levante David's on a one-year deal. Devin White has one-year deal left, and that's if he plays on it. So right now, there's probably a certain need for linebacker, and we're going to shoot through some linebackers and see what's a good fit for the Bucks. see what's a good fit, uh, that they're going to be best players in the NFL, and we're going to look at some guys that have been that the Bucks have brought in on visits to see where Todd Bowles is and Jason Light's head is at. So Bill Curry Ford, third-generation family business, operating in Tampa since 1958. We are building a dealership of the future. We're talking about a $28 million Custer Immersion dealership with amenities that Tampa has never seen. Our 67-car drive, our service drive, will be the largest service drive in the United States. Indoor. It's going to be phenomenal. Just one of the few amenities uh, of the many amenities that we're going to be giving to the Tampa Bay community. So uh, the the Curry family, unbelievable spend. Uh, right now to give Tampa something that only Dallas, Texas, and L.A., uh, Galpin, California have the size. Not even Miami has what we're going to have, so I'm very excited about it. Please visit us at BillCurryFord.com. See all of our amazing specials where we have the under-construction sale where everything is discounted because we need to get through this dust, and we need to, we're need to. we getting some really great deals going on right now. We're also doing fight inflation with 0% on many new cars and a lifetime warranty, obviously. And we have certified every single make and model. That includes Ford and every other domestic and foreign model is certified by the factory, just like uh, the old Ford certified CPO program. We are now completely certified. So also we have a world-class body shop with brand new Garmin um, high top paint booths. So we are now painting lifted trucks, uh, commercial vehicles, transit high tops. And again, I'm very excited about what we're doing there too. Grace has sent our pictures of our new body shop on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can find us at Bill Curry Ford Tampa as well. As far as the podcast is concerned, please share it with your friends everywhere where, where you listen to your podcast. You can leave reviews for best in class as well as I get to participate and be on the number one Bucks podcast with Ira, Steve, and Lee coming this week right before we meet at Big Storm for the draft party, as well as, as the podcast is played on the number one Bucks website in the world, Joe Bucks Fan. So we're going to shoot through the best 30 minutes in football in the world 
right now. Our first linebacker, Drew Sanders out of Arkansas, 6'5", 232 pounds, played in the SEC, which, as you know, I love. 37 uh, tackles, nine and a half sacks, which is fantastic. An interception, three forced fumbles, which is fantastic. Listen, this guy has great size, runs extremely well. I love that. Has pass rushing value. That's why I put him number one, because not only can he play the run, and the pass, which is extremely important. He can also rush the passer. Uh, he ran a 4.6640, and one uh, inch arms, nine and three fourth hand size. He's a Mike linebacker for sure. But here's a guy that has such a combination of gifted athletic ability who can pass rush, he can stand up. What we've dealt with as Bucks fans is uh, actually how is he in coverage? He's excellent in coverage. Again, that's why I really, really like this guy. Run defender, not great against the run. But again, as far as a three-tool, four-tool linebacker, Drew Sanders is your guy, and you can sprinkle in a little pass rush. Again, 6'5", 232, runs a 4'6". Nine and a half sacks last year at Arkansas. This guy's a star player. He's going to be a star linebacker. Up next, Jack Campbell out of Iowa. Senior, 6'5", 243. Guys, 6'5", 243 is really like a, like a defensive end in a 4-3. This is a big guy. 56 tackles, had a sack, two interceptions, and one forced fumble. This guy plays with a physicality uh, very similar to the old-school thumping linebackers. When, when you knew you were, you were playing in a game when, when you got hit with some of these old-school linebackers like Mike Singletary, those guys that would come in. And, and by the way, should have been a buck, by the way. That's a whole nother podcast. But you know you're playing in the game when you're getting hit with these guys. And he's one of these throwbacks guys that's like that, which is pretty incredible. Obviously, he can process very fast. So what he makes up for with some of his 40-yard his time, which was a 4-6, um, he makes up with his ability to really recognize what the offense is trying to do. And I think he shows that on film is that he's very quick to react. His arm length is a little shorter than I'd like, 31 and 7 eighths, but his hand size makes up for it at 10 and 1 fourth. So he's got big, strong hands, which is, uh, which is very important you know, for tackling in the NFL. But here's a guy, again, old school thumper, isn't going to be is going to be terrific against the run, but guess what? He's not going to do very well. He's not going to be a super great coverage linebacker. Although he has great height at six five, he's going to you know he's going to get into throwing lanes. And the way he can diagnose a play, I think it's going to be very hard to get behind him. But if he's just flat out trying to cover someone, he's he's going to get beat, and you can see that. But again, Jack Campbell even has that old school nineteen sixties linebacker name, which is awesome. But again, 6'5", 243, 4'6", 10-inch hands, which is pretty awesome. Amazing thumper. He's going to be very physical at the line. You're not going to be able to run on him, period. And he's going to be a, a terrific – he's probably going to be do all the calls from the defensive position for the defense. That's, that's what we're talking about, how smart he is. He's definitely a Mike linebacker, and he can, he can play in any scheme. Again, I don't see any, a lot of pass rush from him. So, you know, take that off your board. Um, but, again, if you're looking for that old school guy that's going to beat you up, stop the run, eat glass, smoke a cigarette at halftime, that's Jack Campbell. Trenton Smith, linebacker out of Clemson, right? This is a guy that's been linked to the Bucks. I've seen it on several mocks. 6'3", 230 pounds, 34 tackles last year, two and a half sacks, two forced fumbles. Unbelievable pursuit linebacker. 
So very similar to Devin White as far as a pursuit linebacker. It's an explosive hitter, 4440, which is pretty incredible. 25 bench press, amazing. Arm length, bleh. 32 and 3 eighths, hand size, great, great size for tackler, 10 and 1 fourth inches, which is fantastic. Again, he's 6'3", 230. Very similar size to some of the edges that we talked about in our last podcast, which is pretty interesting. But again, he's going to have some pass rush. He's going to be able to run down ball carriers. Um, and he's, you know, he's basically a nickel linebacker who can play in like a zone pressure uh, scheme. Again, I compared him to Devin White in the fact of, of his explosiveness and his ability to make uh, finishing tackles and his ability to get to places where other linebackers are not going to be able to get to um, the way he can and his strength. I don't remember what Devin White's bench press was, and I don't remember at, at this point, like, you know, if on a point of attack, I see Devin White getting eaten up a lot by, by guards and some bigger tight ends. I don't know if that's going to happen to Trenton Simpson just because of his ability and strength. And he's very stout, very anchor, like very strong anchor-wise. I think he's going to be a little bit better getting off blocks than Devin White. But Devin White has been in a career being faster than everyone where he's able to get around blocks where they can't engage him. But once they do engage, they can take him out of a play. And um, I think that's going to be – Trenton Simpson's going to be better at that. So, again, looking at a Bucks deal, I haven't seen – out of these linebackers, other than Drew Sanders, which for sure would be a day one starter for, for the Bucks and a, and a replacement guy long term for them. I love Drew Sanders, but I don't think the Bucks are going to draft Drew Sanders. But Jack Campbell's not a terrific fit, neither. And, Trim, and Trenton Simpson, again, can play in, in our 3 4, but not, not a perfect fit. But our next guy, another guy that's been linked to the Bucks, is this uh, Dion Henley. Out of Washington State, 6'2", 232, had 50 tackles last year, four sacks, interception, three forced fumbles. Um, tremendous athleticism in space. Obviously, you need that as a, as a linebacker in Todd Bowles' defense. Has an amazing first step. Um, he can absolutely rush the passer. The problem with him is he's a little, um, he's a little light. And, you know, that's the problem is if he gets engaged um, and we don't have those big horses up front, to keep him to keep the guards and tackles off of him, he's going to struggle a little bit. I will tell you that uh, I do love the fact that he can blitz. He's very good in coverage. Um, he's great in space. Can run down tacklers. I think he's a pretty darn good tackler, to be to be honest. After looking at his tape, again, he's a little on the smaller side. His hands nine and a half, arm length thirty three inches, which isn't bad. A four five forty, which is excellent. Vertical thirty five, broad jump ten and a half. But he, you know, he's a guy that's going to be in a blitz-heavy defensive scheme, similar to Todd Bowles. So, based on just looking at the first, you know, few linebackers, you know, this Henley, who's been linked to the Bucks over and over and over again, it makes a lot of sense because he does fit into what Todd Bowles is trying to do, um, you know. And I think he's going to be available in the second round. It just depends. Again, um, Joe Bucks fan listeners, we have two linebacker contracts expiring. Whether we re-sign Levante David, I think this is going to be Levante David's final season in a Bucks uniform. And as far as Devin White, we, we really don't know what's going to happen. I mean, some of the latest reports are kind of crazy with Devin White and the 19th overall pick going to Houston, you know, for, the, uh, for their pick, which is trading up and, and giving up Devin White. I don't know. I don't know if that makes a lot of sense, unless you're going to get C.J. Stroud, who's my number one quarterback. 
Next on the linebacker list, we're going for DeMarvin Overshown. Texas, linebacker 6'4", 225, uh, 38 tackles, four sacks. Absolutely a great athlete, and he's just a mean, glass-eating SOB who beats people up. He's an imposing tackler. His arms 32 and one fourth, hand size nine and a quarter. He ran a 4540, which is fantastic. Broad is 10-4, which is great. 15 uh, bench press uh, reps, which is great. He's a run and pursuit defender, which means which is really great. He's going to be an attacking style defense. Here's the problem with DeMarvin for me. It is he's he's not going to be good against the run. He wasn't good against the run at Texas. He gets knocked off the ball on second level when, when they're blocking up the field. The problem with, that I have with him, again, he's a little undersized at 224. I like my linebackers a little bit bigger. I know that doesn't make any sense for Todd Bowles' scheme, but I just, I'm just getting tired of some of these faster linebackers that just get eaten up in a crowd. Uh, sometimes I just prefer like somebody who's going to punch you in the mouth. And you know what? DeMarvin can do that. Again, he's just not a great run defender, and I don't think he commits to stopping the run as he should, and I and I think if he if he had more of a commitment to stopping the run, he'd be terrific. But he also doesn't diagnose as much as Jack Campbell does, as far as on the field diagnosis. And I think he he gets himself out of the plays consistently. But man, he makes some splash plays. Violent tackler, incredible athleticism, but he doesn't really fit what we're trying to do because I don't think that Todd Bowles is going to want a linebacker, you know, who isn't all in on the run, who doesn't sell himself out. Next linebackers out of Alabama. Uh, Lee DeKemper's favorite school for prospects. That's a joke. You know, uh, Lee Lee doesn't like a lot of the Alabama players. So we're going to go over how to pronounce this man's name. Grace, help me. Henry Toa? Toa. 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 I got it. Right? I got it. I've heard it so many different ways. We're going to go with, he's what, Polynesian? Is that right? Yes. All right. Senior 6'2", 228 out of Alabama, 39 tackles, two and a half sacks which is, uh, you know, uh, pretty great production. He's a guy that is an absolutely sure tackler. Lee would love that. He doesn't miss tackles, right? We've had Quan Alexander uh, played for the Buccaneers, and he w- led the NFL in the most missed tackles. Uh, that's just, and it used to drive me crazy. He used to get into position and overrun the position. Sounds like another linebacker. But I can tell you that it, it drives me crazy. I prefer a guy that is patient who gets in the, in the position and then does a textbook tackle, well, that's what you have in this gentleman. He can do this. He is fantastic um, east-to-west guy, sideline-to-sideline guy, unbelievable at that position. This is where he's going to struggle, though. He, he's another one of those linebackers that if he gets engaged, if a, if a guard gets him, right, and, or a tackle gets him, he's going to have a lot of time uh, trying to, to break out of the engagement. I don't know if it's a strength thing or just a technique thing, but he does struggle with that. He is not going to be a terrific run stopper, and he hasn't shown, he didn't show that at Alabama. He also is not going to give you any pass rush, right? Here's just a, here's just a solid linebacker who's a terrific tackler, um, arm length three, 32 and three fourth, hand size 10 and one fourth, 40 yard, 46, a 4640, which is not bad. Vertical 32, uh, broad jump almost 10, a short shuttle 440s, and he's obviously he's a Mike linebacker who fits in the 3-4 Todd Bowles defense. The only thing I wish he did is, is a, he had a little bit better pass rush, and, and I don't think he has that, but I think he's a solid linebacker. I think he's not going to be a top, you know, uh, a top pick. I think he's a third-round pick, 
possibly a fourth-round pick. I know he's moving up some boards. There are some draft pundits who has who have Henry as one of the top linebackers in the in the draft. I have him sixth, and that's again because he plays the he doesn't play the run extremely well, but he is a sure tackler, and he doesn't give you much from the pass rush. Uh, and but he does give you a ton of effort, which I really like. And he does get lost on blocks, which again that used to, it drives me crazy. But again, if he finds his way to the Bucks, he's not a bad linebacker for sure. He'd be a welcome fit for for us right now. D. Winners out of TCU, undersized guy with his height six one uh, two hundred thirty though he's a solid two thirty. Uh, 50 tackles, seven and a half sacks, so he can rush the passer. One interception, a forced fumble. Has tremendous uh, range. Uh, has a tremendous burst uh, when the ball is hiked. I love that. He was a team captain, which is also pretty cool. 31 and 5 inch arms, 8 and 5 eighth hand size. Ran a 4-4-40, which is fantastic. He's basically a, a 4-3 will linebacker. He's going to struggle. What he's going to struggle with basically is getting off of blocks, which is the same thing that you, as you get further down the line with these linebackers, is pretty much the same thing over and over again. And he doesn't play the run extremely well. But I think that D. Winters is a guy that's sneaky. He's a sneaky edge rusher. Like, I, I think this is a, a linebacker that you can kind of put in position to get to the quarterback, and I think he can do it for you. I think there's, I think there's some pass rush there that I think a lot of people are, you know, might be overlooking on him because of his size. But I think with his quickness, even though he's 6'1", 230, he still ran a 4'4", And he obviously produced some sacks at, at, a, at a high level at TCU. TCU made the playoffs last year. I, I think that he's a fast linebacker who is going to struggle, uh, again, against, against getting off of blocks, which I told you. And he's going to struggle in the run game because of his size. But I think he's a pass rusher. We'll see how the NFL uses him. Um, getting to a linebacker that the Bucks brought in, because this is where you're getting really thin on linebacker, is Marte Mapu, right? Linebacker out of Sacramento State. Did I get it, Grace? Mapu. Mapu. <laughs> Sacramento State, junior 6'3", 210, right? He ran a 4'7", which, guys, is not, is not good for a linebacker. But he also plays safety. That ain't good for a safety either. He had uh, 12 tackles, one sack, two interceptions, and one forced fumble. Um, he has terrific length, obviously. He's a hybrid. He's a guy that, you know, that is, is that safety linebacker kind of deal where he doesn't have a true position. Very instinctive player. Absolutely is a terrific coverage, obviously, if he's a safety linebacker. By the way, Derek Brooks, guys was a linebacker who they thought could play safety because that's how good his coverage skills were, ended up being a Hall of Fame linebacker. So not, not comparing uh, Mapu to, to, to Derek Brooks. What I am saying is a lot of times these safeties slash linebacker guys are terrific cover guys. Maybe I, I don't know what Todd Bowles is thinking on this guy, but he does make plays. He does cover tight ends and running backs extremely well, even with his lack of 40 speed. He just isn't very big, obviously, for a linebacker. At 210 pounds, you're going to get run over uh, a lot. You're not going to be able to shed blocks, which is, which is pretty simple. He, you know, he, he impressed a lot at the senior bowl, and I, I think he's, he might just be a nickel. You know, that's how, that's how he might be used in the NFL is, is, a, is a nickel, and he's going to be in that where he gives you a little bit more than what a safety does, but he plays, he plays in, the, I guess now you put three safeties on the field, basically, right? So is he your third safety that you put on the field? Is he a guy that plays the nickel? I'm not quite sure 
what they brought him in for, but I know that the Bucks really like him, and because of that, I did more research on him, and there's some scouts that are pretty high that he can be a very good NFL player and contribute to an NFL team at that nickel position. Uh, it, it, and, uh, and you know what? It, the way Todd Bowles' defenses are, he's very creative with what he does. I'm scared of the 40 time, right? So the 4.75 worries me because the NFL is a fast game and there's a lot of fast players on the field. If, and if Marte is, is really good at diagnosing the play and he gets there, he's not going to have the speed to even cover modern tight ends, even third or fourth wide receivers, running backs. It's going to be difficult for him. And I guarantee if anybody gets a block on a, uh, a 210-pound guy, he's going, to have a, he's going to struggle getting off that block. But I'm interested to see, but I wouldn't be surprised if, if Marte Mapu actually ends up on the Buccaneers with one of those fifth-round selections. And, and listen, I don't want to talk about this guy as a higher pick at, at a 4.7540. And, and you know what? Everybody's going to say, well, 40 times don't make the football player – you're absolutely right, but sometimes they, they can define a football player. We've draft, we tried BJ, who was uh, MJ Stewart. We, we drafted MJ Stewart out of Auburn, right? And he, had, he could play safety and corner, and he could do all these great things. He ran a 4-7-40, and every time he was in the game, it showed that he ran a 4-7-40. He struggled, right? It is what it is. Uh, and he was a high pick for the Bucks. I don't want to pick anybody high that, that runs a, a, a sub 4.7. I mean, that's above a 4.7. It's just it's insane. It's just in modern, in modern NFL, even if he's a linebacker. Guys, we just went through the linebacker 40s, 4.5s, 4.6s, 4.4s. So two, we had two guys at 4.4, four, two 4.49s, four, four right? That's modern NFL. 4.75 is rough. But, again, uh, we've talked about Mapu enough. I think he's a guy that you're probably going to – he's probably going to be a Buccaneer. And – Todd Bowles is going to find a way to get him on the field, and he's probably going to play nickel, and he's going to, and he's probably going to be a, a, a solid NFL player. I just don't see it, and but I wish him all the best. Again, thank you for for the linebacker breakdown. Thank you for joining us at Best in Class. Listen, if there were more linebackers to talk about, I promise you, I'd get some more linebackers on there. But man, it gets tough, you know, after eight linebackers. It's not a terrifically gifted linebacker class. You got a lot of special teams guys. You got a you got a lot of slower guys, which I think are going to struggle in the NFL as you get into the fifth and sixth and seventh rounds. And the Bucks, like I said, are going to need a linebacker. We'll see if they get them this year or next year. But again, follow us at Bill Curry Ford Tampa Facebook, Instagram. Please visit us at BillCurryFord.com. See all of our amazing specials. Hit up G Thomas at BillCurryFord.com with any anything that you need in the community. She's on top of it. Right, uh, hit me up at Bill at, at best in class at BillCurryFord.com with any draft questions. Again, we're gonna finish up with lineback or with linebackers. We just we're gonna finish up with corners and safeties, and then we're gonna head into the draft, and then we're gonna start going through the players that we drafted. I can't wait for that to happen. Thank you for listening. I hope you had a great drive home. I'll see you guys next time.